Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's new Bachelor recap show. We have so much to talk about. Peter's journey is finally over. And thank you for tuning in. You can listen on Spotify. You can leave a five-star review. But before we get to all that, it's time to break it down. And that's why I brought in our fellow Bachelor fanatic, Us Weekly social media editor, Kelly Lasky. Hi, Kelly. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Are you so excited? I'm very excited. Peter has a target on his back. Bachelor Nation is on the brim. We have so much to break down. We have a lot to break down. We couldn't sleep last night. We couldn't sleep last night. I'm a little wired right now. I'm a little jittery. There was wine involved. Now there's coffee. It's They're all working against each other. You know how that is. But we should probably start at the beginning. Let's briefly touch on how we got here, which was Peter's dates with his parents and the girls. Right. So we saw Hannah Ann come in and Peter's mom, Barbara, fall in love. Right. It was, you could see it from the start that Barbara was just, had fallen in love with, uh, with Hannah Ann. And we also saw from the start, Peter's relationship with his parents, which we all know Peter lives at home, right? He's 28 years old. He's a pilot. And his parents have said in interviews, and so is he, that it's kind of part of Cuban culture not to leave home right away. And since they're all pilots in the family, they're away so much. So he's clearly very close to his parents. And he feels comfortable with women in front of his parents. I mean, we saw Hannah Ann and him very comfy on the couch with his mom and dad and his brother. Oh, I know. I think Peter was pretty much making out, eating Hannah's shoulder. Eating Hannah's shoulder is That's what was happening. That's what was happening. And... I read an interview recently, went back, that he said that he's brought girls home before and they chat with his parents. Like it's no big deal. Like, And I think that's just important to point out because clearly his mom feels very invested in his relationships, which a lot of parents do, but not a lot of parents feel like they can, you know, exert their opinion that strongly. Right. But it sounds like she's been doing this forever, whether there was cameras or not. Totally. And I think that we do have to touch upon the tube top. I know we talked we about it a lot. We have to talk about the tube top. <laughs> It was a lot. Peter's mom's fashion was, so was Hannah Ann's fashion was a choice. She actually thought looked her best on their date in that yellow. I think she did too. It was very appropriate for what she was doing. Right. But you know, Barbara was just a woman in a tube top thinking she just got a daughter and it did not end up that way. 
It was definitely very distracting. I think that that was the first thing that I thought of when I was watching. I was like, I want to know what Sarah thinks of this tube top. (laughs) And I, you know, was trying to listen to that PSA they gave us about what we say about each other, which I, you know, I've never said anything super harsh about anyone's personality or anything crazy. But that tube top did distract me almost as much as the fly later on. But I was a little distraught by it. And some of her like lowlights were a lot for me, Hannah's, um, Barbara's (laughs) hair. But that's not the point. Um, We also need to talk about the religion of it all because during Peter's conversations with Madison he kind of was like I you know I'm kind of down with it like do you think what kind of impression do you think he left with Madison about how he felt about like religion I mean the way I saw it was I think he he really likes Madison so he wants her to know that religion is a part of his life but it's clearly not as much as it was for her right and with Hannah Ann she Definitely talked about like her values. She had the cross necklace. They all had cross necklaces, which I, you know, it wasn't, it was funny just because it was like Madison's storyline, but then you see Victoria F like rocking her cross too, but whatever, besides the point. Um, Barbara said to Madison, I understand that you're very religious. Peter, he's very spiritual. Like I'm spiritual, but I just wonder how important it would be for you to have someone that's on the same level of your faith because Peter is completely different. Peter's lifestyle. I don't know if you're aware of it, but he socializes, he parties. Yeah, everyone in his family wanted everyone to know that Peter parties. Peter parties and Peter has sex. Peter is a 28-year-old man. I, I don't know why partying is such a huge part of his life. He and likes they want, to line dance, Kelly. Yes, the line dancing. His brother was kind of roasting him. We saw that. But I just could not get over the amount of talk about Peter's partying. I just don't get why that's so important. But it almost again, felt like partying was like he has sex. He's physical. He like isn't afraid to whatever. Like he is grown man. He was she was almost talking to Madison like she was like a teenager. But Hannah Ann is the same age as Madison. From everything we've seen, Hannah Ann doesn't have that much more like growth or whatever you want to call it, life experience as Madison. She has, didn't talk about God as much. So I, that's what makes me think it. a lot of it does come down to religious stuff, mm-hmm. which I part of me understands where his mom is coming from because if she really does feel that strongly and she knows for a fact, like Peter is not going to be at church with you every Sunday, then that is something to address. But by equating it to partying and going out, it was hard to read. It was very hard to read. It was hard to follow. Um, and I think that so many people were watching watching it this and just kind of scratching their heads. Right. Because I know that that's what we are doing. Um, And it's just really, it was really hard to follow where anyone stood on religion. Right. And pick a lane, Barb, because at one second she was like, Peter's not religious. And then she went into that whole speech about how God came to her in a dream and said, pick Hannah Ann. Yeah, that was wild. He, she was, she was pretty much screaming, crying, saying, God put Hannah Ann in your life for a reason. And it was just... It was, a, it was a mess. She is a woman on a, an angel on earth, I believe she called her, which that is very nice. I also, we were missing something. What didn't we see of Hannah Ann's date with his family for them to be so infatuated with her so quickly? Right. Like I wrote this down that when she walked in the room, uh, Barb was like, Miss Hannah Ann. And she screamed it. Screaming, crying, hugging. It was, it was a lot to watch. It was a lot to watch. And also... When she was talking about Madison, she compared Peter to Hannah Brown, which I thought was low-key one of the most offensive things she said, because that means Madison is Jed. And because she was like, you know, Hannah obviously made the wrong decision. She, you know, her relationship didn't last. Like, we don't want that to be you. And obviously she was referring to if Peter picked Madison, thinking that like Madison had this like agenda or was this like whatever, like Jed, which that was almost one of the more harsh things she said. I feel like people haven't picked up on that as much. 
Um, but then Madison leaves after this disastrous situation. But we knew, did you think based on the promos that Madison was going to come back in Australia? Yeah, I definitely did. I think that it kind of brings us back to us not having any idea what was happening. Mm-hmm. I think all the all the footage was pieced together in a way that they wanted us to think something different than that was actually happening. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that. I just wonder if Madison thought, like, I just struggle with her because she has so strong in her convictions, which I applaud her for. I think that's fine. There's always going to be the question of why did she come on this show? Because there are certain things that go down on the show. I mean, if you want to hold the lead to a higher standard, that's your prerogative. Good luck. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But later on, she is kind of willing to talk to Peter again. I just feel like that should have been their final conversation. That conversation with the fly that Peter was swatting away. Oh, the flies were the flies were definitely a distraction. They seriously needed a bug spray and no one was giving it to no them. No one was giving them bug spray. They were trying to have this deep conversation where no one was saying anything. But then it was super close up to their faces, which was also a choice. Um, and she decides to walk away. And Peter is pretty much like distraught. Right. Fair to say? Yes, definitely. But I think we can kind of, we definitely have to talk about Peter when he's emotional, when Peter, when he's distraught and in distress, it's really hard for me to watch. I don't fully believe it. I think this is kind of what he thinks he needs to be showing for the camera. Mm -hmm. I hate the whisper that he does when he's emotional and upset. It's, it's hard to watch his face too. I just, I don't know if that's just me, just emotional Peter. I don't want to see it anymore. I'm I'm tired of it. Sad Peter is just enough. He he's he is emotional. This is something the Washington Post wrote that I wanted to just read. It's their take um, on Peter and his relationship with his mom and why he is how he is. They wrote this last night. Peter is an adult who lives with his mother, a woman who knows an awful lot about her sex life. She thinks she knows what's best for her child, who seems eager to please her. And the fact that she is so quick to make a big scene explains why Peter was quick to forgive Victoria F. when she would cause drama. It shows us why he was so drawn to the women that kept him at arm's length rather than the ones who professed their love like Hannah Ann. When tears and conflict are how love is modeled for you by your primary caregiver, you develop an anxious attachment style. Peter doesn't need a wife. He needs a therapist. Okay, that was savage. That was savage. The Washington Post is very savage. Throwing shade. They don't care about, you know, Peter reading this. But I just think that there's something to be said for that. His relationship with his mom, I think, is so telling. People were saying, you know, she was crying and he was so quick to, obviously you want to comfort someone who's crying, but her instinct was to cry. She was loud. She was emotional. And Peter was clearly drawn to that. Right. It was, I mean, the, this, this show should be called The Barblerette. It really should. My friend came up with that, and I really think that it should be called The Barblerette because Barb really— Barb was kind of the villain that we didn't necessarily have this season, and then she swooped in at the end. Um, and I know that Victoria F. can be argued as that, but I really think that, like, she stole this show. Her emotions were just too much for a mo- We just haven't seen it like this before right. on this show. If It was a mother-son relationship that— was unlike any other I've seen. Um, she was wild. She was wild. Um, so let's jump into Tuesday, because I feel like Monday, it was a lot of filler. Um, obviously, one thing that did happen on Monday we should probably touch on is Hannah Ann's orange dress. Um, <laughs> and it just, 
it was a choice. And I feel like she was really pulling out all the stops. Like right. she didn't know Madison wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I think one that that was messed up. I don't, I think a producer, I think Peter, I think someone should have told Hannah Ann what she didn't know, because I don't think it was fair for her to go into that proposal and find out in the middle of her proposal that Madison, that Madison wasn't there and that he brought up another girl's name. Right. It was not the proposal that you dream of having. And I know that she did bring that up later on that he ruined the proposal for her, but like that was just throwing that in there. It's almost like he just threw it in there. Like, let me just get this off my chest. We'll get it over with. She's excited. It's a proposal. We won't talk about it. Let me distract her with this pretty diamond ring. Right. Very pretty. Very, very pretty. Very big. One of my favorite rings that's ever been on the show. A lot of times I don't always die for the choice. And I think that's because it's a guy picking it out. But I thought Peter did a great job picking out a pear-shaped Neil Lane ring. Right. It didn't last on Hannah Ann's finger very long, but it looked great on TV. I would love, love a like a like a copy of that if anyone's listening. I would love to for to someone me. to give that to me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> that would be nice. One of the things people were saying on Twitter when she meant he mentioned Madison's name is they thought he was like pulling a Ross on Friends and like because he like paused and like said it and it was like, oh my god, did he just say Madison and not Hannah Ann? Like, oh, I know. That would be that would be all Peter needed on his plate at that time. Right. So on Tuesday night, we go into it. Peter is saying things like, I'm incredibly in love with Hannah Ann. I'm choosing Hannah Ann because I'm 100% certain. But it kind of comes off to the audience that he's not choosing her and it's default because he didn't make a choice. The choice I guess he made was to propose, but he didn't necessarily pick Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann was the only one still in Australia. Right. I think he was he was at that point where it's like, OK, I have the ring. There's a girl here. I need to propose to her. Right. But did he need to FaceTime her father? No, that was very cheesy. That was, I, I had to cover my eyes for that one. I mean, I remember Ben Higgins doing that, calling Lauren B's dad because he was the same way where he couldn't give permission until he knew it was only his daughter left, which I understand right. why the dad say that. I'm sure if my parents ever agreed to go on the show, which I don't think they would, my dad would have a similar thing. Like, how am I supposed to be like, yeah, propose when like you're potentially going to go sleep with two other people or and be with to other people. Right. Um, so I understand why they call the dad, but I just feel like, I mean, we did see Peter have this smile on his face. Does he just go through these phases where he's in the moment and he really believes it and then he steps away and he like, it's, it's like he is living two split personalities. Like he doesn't even know what he wants, but he's trying so hard to believe it because he had a genuine smile on his face when he was right. talking to her dad. Right. I mean, we did see a roller coaster of emotions when he was laying on the bed before the proposal I think he might have had some t- wet towels or ice packs on his head. <laughs> Very dramatic with his producer laying there. I just right. really couldn't keep up with his roller coaster of emotions. There was so many different sides of him. We were seeing just in that like hour of time. Right. And they were trying to say that Hannah Ann was saying she might not show up. But I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think that that she was probably just waiting somewhere, being waiting for her time, for her moment with Peter. And I think that Chris Harrison was like, let's just add in like a little... A little zinger right, right. here. And Maybe, we'll just say that she might not be coming. Almost like they told Peter that. So then he would have that reaction and he would be like, no, I, I do want her. Because again, it's something Peter always wants what he can't have, it seems like. So it's like Hannah Ann all of a sudden wasn't so available. And then he was like down to propose. Right. Or like more sure of his decision. But then I listened to Hannah Ann on um, Rachel, would talk to Rachel Lindsay on her show this morning. And she was saying that she, the reason she wasn't necessarily coming, which she didn't really confirm or deny if that was true, but she was saying where where she was coming from that day was she was having like women's intuition that there was things she didn't know. Mm -hmm. So she, I don't know if she's just saying that now because she looks kind of silly or if she really genuinely didn't know. Because during the proposal, 
she looks like she was about to cry, not in a good way. In her, what she was in like a wedding dress, by the way. Oh, yeah. Her walk down to actually to the proposal itself, there were some stumbles. There were some moments of stopping and like feeling, looking like she was going to burst out into tears. Right. So there was definitely a lot going on in her head. And she did say a bunch of times, this was so much harder than I think people thought for me, this and that. So I think because the focus has been on Madison these past couple weeks, we didn't really get to see what was going on in her, uh, in her head. Yeah. So, well, they barely, I mean, we'll get to how great she was at after the final rose because they didn't really show as much of Hannah Ann's personality. The beginning of the show, I mean, she first night, she was the one who stole him three times. She was like, we just thought she was going to be the villain. Right. She was, can I steal you for a sec? Then she was Champagne Gate, bully. Did she steal champagne? Like she like, then she just was in the background. She toned it down. I don't know what happened there. She, all of a sudden she just was less of, up in everyone's faces, you know, Champagne Gate stealing him. Because on the first episode when she was stealing him, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch this girl right. the entire time. This 23-year-old model who thinks she's hot shit, she's beautiful, <laughs> and was walking around like this was her show. And then the champagne thing, which I don't believe she stole the champagne on purpose, but still she was being wrapped up into it. And the edit was like, kind of like Kelsey's crazy, but a little bit of both. Like they were kind of both mean girls. And a lot of them kind of got mean girl edits, which also made it hard to know who was actually mean and who, whatever. But then they all seemed to be getting along pretty well on social. So it's just very confusing. Like, I guess Peter was kind of the villain too. Peter, the Webbers. The Webbers ended up being the villains. It, it's a bad day to be a Weber. It really is. It really is. Um, but back to the proposal. She looks like she's going to cry until he flips the switch and says, I love you. Madison's gone. There's something kind of sparked in here. So I think maybe Hannah Ann thought she was being dumped because it is always a weird thing. It's like you either, you know, you're going into it. Am I getting dumped or proposed? And they start it the same way. They hold your hand. They tell you all the great things about you. And then it's like, but you ain't it, sis. Or do you want to marry me? I might still be thinking about someone else, but like, look at this beautiful ring. Totally. The ring helped. The ring really helped. The ring helped. But it was like a little bit of, I don't know. I just don't know how to feel about these people. I can't decide if they were, if anyone was acting, if they believed it, just because no, they were never really saying anything, but they were also saying so much. I always hate that scene where the proposal is done and they're just standing there with champagne, like, we're getting married. I found my person. I found my person because... It was just for what we've been even put through as Bachelor fans with this season. It was crazy to see Peter crying, laying on a bed with a towel on his head. Then all of a sudden, he has a fiance. Right. And it's not who we thought it was going to be. I really don't think it's who he thought it was going to be. So I don't think Hannah Ann thought it was going to be either. I genuinely think she thought she was getting dumped. Yeah. And I also saw Nick Biles tweets this morning that were, that were saying, or they were last night, but they were saying, Everyone be nice to Peter today. The Bachelor is the hardest job. I know he said it on your podcast, right. the hardest job ever. I don't know. You have 25 girls, all beautiful, all different careers, different occupations, whatever. And then to say this is the hardest thing in the world. Like, I think you just made a bunch of mistakes and you don't know how how to to fix them. I think Peter is just not cut out to be the Bachelor. I think he is probably a good and he seems like a nice person. He clearly cares a lot, which is kind of a good, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Like he cares too much to be the bachelor. You need to be able to cut these relationships. I mean, we saw at the beginning of the season, he was like bringing back a Leia. Like you weren't going to be with a Leia. Like, why are you letting her come back for the day? Like he could not make up his mind. And I think that that's a really bad quality to have in someone who's dating several people. I agree. And I think to go back to your point, like I just simply don't think not even that he was ready to be the bachelor, but ready to be in a relationship. When mm -hmm. Hannah Brown came back, 
his face, it was genuine shock, but also I think he was still hurt by what happened. So I don't think that he was ready for all of this. I think it really comes down to that. He just wasn't, I I don't think he was mature enough for it either. He's 28 years old, but it doesn't really mean anything in in a situation like this. I agree. Um, So we see him tell his parents that Hannah Ann is the one. His mom, I mean, very quickly, again, we see into their relationship. She said, quote, I missed you so much. I missed your smiles, your hellos. They, she saw him a week ago. Oh, I know. That was, Has I anyone was ever told that. you that they missed your hello? I, I, it was almost as if they hadn't seen each other for a year. And like what, he was at the war coming <laughs> home from combat when really she saw him a week ago. They're in Australia. I guess emotions were running high. I don't know if they were. You know, they she left him in a in a weird spot because she was worried he was going to propose to Madison. So worried. I mean, the way they were holding hands. I think this was an iconic bachelor moment when Barb went to grab Peter's brother's hand. They're sitting there waiting for the reveal. It, this is not how you should be telling your parents who you propose to. Because because what if he did say Madison? Was his mom going to burst out into tears, screaming, I mean, crying? There might have been an ambulance. I think bed. I think the medics would have had to come in for Barb because of her reaction. The screaming, the crying, every, I have never seen anything like this before. I think that's partially why I couldn't, I was wired before going to bed, was that Barb was this person that we had no idea that was coming. I mean, we did know with the, with the yeah. meme and with the, with the gif about her. Don't let her go. Don't let her go. But this was that times 500. I agree. The scene when she broke down and sounded like the broken kazoo. When she was like crying, like it was, it was a sound that doesn't normally come out of a human. And just again, goes to show how much she loved Hannah Ann. Totally. It's crazy. So they call in Hannah Ann, the proposal, which Hannah Ann didn't really seem like super excited on that FaceTime, by the way. Like, I think, I don't know. She doesn't really show that much emotion. She's pretty composed, but you would think of this woman as like calling you my daughter. Do you think she was freaked out? It could have been one of those moments where, you know, if you're with a guy and he's giving you too much attention, all of a sudden you're like, all right, step off. Like right. that could have been Barb in the situation. She might've been a little <laughs> slightly creeped out by Barb. I think I don't maybe, know. I think maybe too. But then obviously this doesn't last very long from, to give you guys some context from what I've, from what I've done my research, the timeline is they got engaged in um, November, right around Thanksgiving. December was Seemed fine. I'm sure they did like a couple happy, happy couple weekends and which is when they wear wigs, wear wigs. They put them in like an Airbnb in the middle of California and, you know, they can do their thing. Um, And then at the beginning of January, when the season started to air is when Peter went to Hannah and was starting to have issues watching the show back. He had unresolved feelings. He wanted to contact Hannah Brown. He was struggling with the show and she was, um, you know, there for him, which kind of gives us contact into their breakup because they didn't really say much in their breakup. I have it right in front of me. And it was a lot of nothing. And we know this conversation went down around the end of January. So they have seen a few episodes Peter was clearly watching the show, seeing his date with Madison, seeing his dates with Hannah Brown. Who knows who else he was like kind of having feelings for. Oh, and totally. And not to bring up Hannah Brown, but I we did see some of her Instagram stories with her with her brother that said freedom on Mm -hmm. it. So I can't help but feel that if she was watching and seeing the way his family was handling the situation, it had to have been a little bit of a relief. A hundred percent. Also worth noting that Hannah Brown was seen at Tyler Cameron's mom's funeral in Florida. 
Yes. So she is like still the bachelorette low-key. She's still got these men like in rotations almost. Right. She's just making her rounds. This season is like, it's almost, it's, this is like getting a little deep, not deep, but off topic. But this season, these last both bachelorette and bachelor seasons kind of represent dating as a millennial right now. Like it is so on again, off again. It's so we're talking. It's so multiple people, non-committed, like never actually letting it go, which is probably why people are so frustrated by the show. But they probably should look in their own lives because I feel like everyone's kind of doing this. Yeah. Like, does anyone break up anymore or is everyone just keeping everyone on the back burner? That's that's what it seems like. If I was Hannah, I would go back to Tyler Cameron. But you know that that's that's just me. We know. I mean, there was rumors you were dating. Just kidding. You, were, you took a selfie <laughs> with him and some Bachelor blog picked it up. And Kelly was a mystery blonde. It was very exciting for all of us. For like a whole three hours at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was a thrill. It, it was, was a thrill. It was a great moment. But so anyways. this is just a little segment of Peter's breakup before we get into the um, Women Tell All or Men uh, After the Final Rose. Like Peter said to her, I have no doubt that I've fallen in love with you and I love you. There's no doubt about that for so many reasons. I'm just like struggling, you know? And she says, I know you are. And he says, it just kills me to like put you through this and see you give everything you have and for me to be where I'm at. I hate that. Like, what does that even mean? And then she goes, when I said yes to you, I said yes to partnership. I said yes to teammates, working through things. The love I you, the love I have to you to give you will endure the absolute worst. But if you can't give that love to me in return, that's not a relationship. Like I told you, I will stay by your side. Even if it killed me, it has to be 50-50. And he said, listen, I never intended to give my heart to people. I'm battling it. I haven't hid anything from you. I've told you everything. Even when I don't deserve it, you've never left me. You've always stood by me. You've always given me that love. So I just feel like in this moment, he was still almost like Peter was keeping his options open. Like he was like trying to be like, I haven't hit anything from you. I haven't hit anything from you. I'm not a bad person, but I'm clearly thinking about these other women. And then she's being like, I'm here for you. As long as all she, all he needed to say was like, I'm still not giving up on you. And I think she would have stuck around. Yeah. I I don't think that Hannah Ann was a favorite during this season, but something during this conversation changed for me with her. And she flipped the switch mm -hmm. because she was kind of sitting there with the, the ring was just blinding everyone it was just it really was. It her, the way she had her hand. You couldn't not look at the ring, which again is beautiful. But this was a moment where I was like, okay, I, I stand Hannah Ann mm -hmm. because, and as Hannah Stan, as Claudia Osher said, Hannah Stan or Stanahan. Stanahan. Um, There's so many ways to go with that. Yes, there are. Um, But she flipped the switch and I all of a sudden had so much more respect for her. And she did say this quote when this whole thing was going on. I want to get back to, I want to get my life back on track now where it originally was before. And if I were her, I would have been really mad that like he could have in Australia just ended it right there, mm -hmm. not put her through all this extra stuff. She had a ring on her finger. In her mind, she was getting married. And yeah. I don't think he, it was all there for him at all the whole time. Which I think also comes down to the difference between men and women because this has happened before on the show and it's tip, it's when the guy proposes and like doesn't maybe understand like that the something flips in a woman like I got the ring like we're getting married. And this was the same thing with Jason Mesnick and Melissa Rykoff and they, she said very similar things during her confrontation with Jason saying like why'd you take this proposal away from me? Like why'd you do that? I wish more than anything you could have just let me go. Exactly. And I think it's because Peter ha was didn't want to be alone. I don't think Peter wanted to leave Australia alone. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't leave with Madison. So I think that's why he decided to be with Hannah Ann. I don't doubt that he had love and feelings for her. But I don't. I think he knew in his heart of hearts that this was never going to work. And what Hannah Ann told Rachel, Lindsay, and Becca Kufrin was that they talked the morning of that breakup. And they were not planning to break up. 
Like they were going into this knowing they were going to be filmed for the first time in a month together to have a difficult conversation, say things aren't going amazing. But apparently they had no plans to split. And it flipped the switch when he said to her, I want so badly to give you everything, give you my entire heart. That's everything you deserve. And I can't do that. I'm sorry. And that's when she snapped because mm-hmm. she was the, like I said, the whole rest of the time, he wasn't really saying anything. He was saying nothing at all. He was just like, you know, I'm struggling, you know, you know, you know, like, like, you know. And then finally he wants the, I can't give you my heart. I think she was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm not even going to pretend this is worth saving. And she took the ring off. And can we talk about that, that other uh, mansion that they were in? I think it was an Airbnb because there was a photo booth. Yeah. There was a huge square door that they were going to. There's no way that's the Weber's house. I was very distracted by the actual Airbnb. Same. And I was saying, I think I put this on my Instagram story. I was like, another season, another Airbnb, ABC has to rent for a breakup because Ari and Peter and uh, Becca were the same way. They were like walking through this random house. And like Peter did the same thing as Ari too. Like, let them go. She walks away. I think you let them go. Like maybe you go back. I mean, maybe try to say goodbye. Like when she first walked away and she took the ring off. The second she handed that ring back, he should not have followed her outside. Oh, I know. He should and not have followed her And when he stuck his head into the SUV and she put her hand up and was like, just stop. I can't Talk look at you. Talk to the hand. Yeah, that was just, that was iconic. It's obviously already a meme and it's already circulating out there. But I think that. Peter in distress mode, like I would have had already punched him in the face by now. It's oh God. just, it's a lot. I don't know if that's a, a lot, but it's just, it's, it's very hard to watch. I agree. Um, at, after the final rose, Hannah Ann came out. Um, I want to get to Madison and Barb, but real quick, she did a great job. I think she looks amazing. Yes. That red dress, her hair looked longer. I feel like she watched all her fashion mistakes. I think she thinks very highly of her, her fashion. We know she names her clothes. I think maybe she saw what we saw, which was you know, maybe a few less crop tops, maybe a few, I don't know, her fashion just like wasn't it to me, but that red dress was everything. Yeah. And I think that we kind of knew how her interaction with Peter Peter after the final rose was going to be because it kept showing her watching backstage. And she did have a look on her face that was like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rumble. I've had time to process this. And I'm at the point where I'm frustrated and mad that I was put through all of this when I was she was proposed to. Right. It's it's crazy when you actually think of it. Engagement-wise. Engagement-wise. Real, real life terms. Like, she had a ring on her finger. Well, she did say, you downplayed your feelings towards Madison. This is you blindsided me. I should have picked up on the first red flag that you wanted to reach out to Hannah Brand to find Brown to find closer. Looking back at it, our engagement involved three women. You being in love with Madison, you needing closure with Hannah Brown. Word of advice, if you want to be with a woman, you need to become a real man. And his mom clapped. Okay, that's what I was just going to say. It was really confusing to figure out whose side uh, Barb was on because when um, Hannah Ann was kind of going at Peter about, you know, being a man and that kind of thing, Barb was going crazy clapping in the audience. So it's like, where does she stand in this? It was so hard to follow. The one question I do also have is, there's no way that Barb knew that there was like a Barb cam all episode. Oh my God. We've never seen the Barb cam before. And it was the entire after. The I final want rose. a Barb cam in my everyday life. I yes. want Barb to see what happens when I spill my coffee, when I, you know, some boy says something stupid to me. Like I want to see Barb's reaction. Right. Because it was everything. There was definitely times where in other Bachelor shows that that would have been, you know, Peter or that would have been the woman he was sitting next to on the stage, it was pretty much Barb the whole time. It was Barb's show. Yes. It was after, it was Barb's after the final rose. Yes. <laughs> she was, I mean, it, she could have been sitting next to Chris Harrison. I'm surprised they didn't bring her up 
totally to sit there. Maybe she didn't agree to that. However, she looked ready. You could tell she was ready to go. We saw her whispering to Peter's dad, Peter Sr. During the episode, according to people on Twitter, this has not been like totally confirmed, but she was talking in Spanish. And apparently she said, um, say something, help me. Say something bad to help me. You're right. I saw that too. So she clearly, maybe she at that point she realized they were starting to film her. Um, I do kind of feel bad for her a little bit that they kept the camera on her the whole time. I think she delivered, but probably not in a way she was hoping to. Yeah. Um, but she also gave us some, I think Barb gave us a gift, many gifts. But one of them was that she told us insight about what happened with Madison and their date. Because we didn't really know why they didn't like Madison. But according to Barb, Madison kept them waiting for three hours. And which I, I'm sure was a production thing. I doubt it was Madison's fault, I'm sure. But she, they're making it seem like she really didn't want to go in there. So there might be more to the conversation she had with Peter that we didn't see that she really was going to leave and not even meet his family. Yeah. And I think that when, when Madison was walking into the date, there were like huge glass doors or windows and you almost seemed like Peter was dragging her in. She was hanging back a little bit, but I really don't think it was fair for Barb to bring up the, we had to wait for three hours. We had traveled across, across the world. You're in Australia. I'm sure at your Airbnb, there's a pool. You should be taking this time off. <laughs> have a You're, drink, Barb. Have calm a drink down. and calm down. If I just think that was a cop-out. I think that she simply does not like Madison. She is obsessed with Hannah Ann. And I think she was compiling all of these excuses in her mind to justify why she was acting the way she was. I just really don't think it was fair to bring that in. Madison's the conversation with Peter did not last three hours I think that it really was a production thing. and they had to probably film reactions to the conversation maybe production was trying to stir the pot a little bit this is a DM that Madison um that Peter's mom allegedly sent a fan um yesterday Unfortunately, that wasn't how it all started. Madison had us wait three hours because she didn't want to come meet us. My son begged her to do so. Once she never, once in, she never offered an apology. Keep in mind, we had traveled across the world to meet both girls. When I asked her if she loved my son, she said no, and that she would not accept a proposal in four days. Quote, then what is she doing there? My son, Jack, pointed out to Peter that the... That in the small time he was there, she was all about herself and not about Peter. Trust me when I say not all that glitters is gold. Yeah, I just don't get why she's... The traveling across the world thing, she's making that seem like a chore. I mean, granted, the <laughs> this flight- This pre-corona, you guys. <laughs> the flight to Australia is very long, but you're going to Australia for free. Paid for by ABC. I don't understand why this is continuing to be to be as if like this was like a, a punishment. I also want the receipts. I want it. If there's a conversation of Barbara saying to Madison, do you love my son? And Madison saying no. Where is that footage? I want to see that. Because if that's true, then she's, a, I mean, again, her approach was very intense, but she's a little more justified if she literally flat out said, I don't love him. I'm not going to accept a proposal. I kind of get why she clearly just wants Peter to find someone. Because mm -hmm. I think, I don't even know if she really liked Hannah Ann that much as much as she just hated Madison. Right. It's, it, it was, it was, we have never seen a barb before like this. And I'm obvious, <laughs> obviously. Or a woman, just a, a barb. Woman. But I know that for The Bachelor, there's definitely been, parents who don't approve and everything. We've just never seen it. We've never seen a camera like this on the mother's face. It was just something. I think that that's why our jaws were dropped was because this was, this was excellent reality TV. Oh, it that's was what gold. it comes down to. 
I mean, if they don't have Barb come back as like a judge on summer games, then they're doing something <laughs> wrong. Like we need to see this woman on or our TV again. I say that she's the bartender at Paradise. Oh, can you imagine Wells and Barb back yes. there? Oh my God, Kelly, that's genius. The duo we never knew we needed. The duo we never knew we needed. Um, Madison obviously clapped back at Barb. Um, you know, I came into this journey saying I was going to be unashamed of who I am. That's something I've done this entire journey journey. I'm not a mom. So I don't know what it's like to have a son, to have kids. I have love and respect for Peter. Therefore I have love and respect for Peter's family. I will never say anything negative. But then when the mom got a little feisty, this was the line that people are angry about. One was willing to compromise and the other was not. You both need to compromise. Either earlier, Peter said, I gave my heart to two people at that place. Only one gave his heart to him. And that was Hannah Ann. To me, of course, that meant my love went to Hannah Ann. By compromise, what does she mean? I think it was sex. You, that's kind of what it comes down to. Like one person was willing to, because Hannah, Madison shouldn't have to compromise one of her core values to be with someone who she loves. That just means they're not right for each other. If they don't have the same core values, you don't compromise those. Like that, there's a difference between meeting halfway and giving up something that means a lot to you. Yeah, totally. And I, I really think that we need to kind of touch upon um, Madison's response to her because Madison could have gone totally savage on I kind of wish Barb. she did. I do wish, wish she did too. But as we've seen on the show, her hometown, how she handles her relationships with the other girls, Madison seems like the sweetest girl ever. And I don't think... I don't know her, but I don't think that she has confrontation. I don't think that she has confrontation in front of the entire country. So I think that she obviously had a really safe answer and she did handle it in the sweetest way possible. But Barb deserved a little bit of Savage Madison and she she didn't get it. Yeah, I think Barb was like challenging her. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I good for Madison for keeping her composure. That's impressive. And uh, but Peter also should have stepped in sooner. Totally. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. And I think that maybe that's a pattern. I would love to hear from any of Peter's ex-girlfriends. My DMs are open. Did you ever fight with Barb? <laughs> like, I would love to know. Sarah would like to know because he didn't do anything. And she was just sitting up there. I don't know. I was trying to figure out how I would be, be reacting. I would either be like crying so hard or trying to, hold it, trying to hold back tears or I would have just flipped out. I really don't know. And I guess you can't. No, unless you're, you're in that situation. TV. I guess you're just telling yourself, like, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. I mean, her eyelashes looked a little better, so she had that going for her. Yes, her eyelashes did look a little bit better. The top ones were still a still little, a little spidery. A little spidery. I mean, that was just a lot. Her she looked pretty otherwise. But I mean, it it was Barb was ruthless. And you also knew she was just waiting for the moment to like finally speak. Like she had that all prepared. Like she was very well spoken. Like she she, she snapped. A bitch snapped. <laughs> Barb was the reason why, one, the show ran over, and two, Claire didn't, Had really, no time. didn't really have any time. But then, did you see Claire and Peter's mom talking at the end? That was that was very weird. I wonder what she said to her. I don't Stay know. Stay away from people like Madison. <laughs> it seems like Barb kind of throws herself at these girls, the every girl that we've seen except Madison. Barb wants a daughter. Bar Barb is a girl standing in front of the world in a tube top asking for a daughter and she had almost 25 and now she has none. It's and this is another question that you can ask yourself if you're Madison, is this all is Peter worth it? Is Peter going to be worth <laughs> this relationship Probably that not. she's the the quote about uh about Peter needing to fail to succeed, it just it was just the nail in the coffin. Barb, yeah, Barb throwing Peter's friends under the bus saying they don't think him and Madison could work. 
Yeah. If brother doesn't think. I mean, there is no way in hell Peter and Madison are going to have any sort of legitimate relationship, I don't think. Right. And is that this. something is that something that she really wants? Because I think that part of being in a relationship is, you know, gaining another family and right. adding another family to your own. And it just doesn't seem like that's gonna happen. I, I'm sure that for Madison, like family is very important to her, as we Clearly, saw yeah. when she goes home. Personally, I would not want to deal with Barb. I think I would I would go out and find myself another pilot because there's a lot. There's a lot. There is a lot of pilots. That's a good point. I mean, with Madison, I do like her to an extent. I don't love her. I struggled a little bit with the fact that Chris Harrison showing up at her hometown, she was so willing to just hop on a plane and like go talk to Peter again um, just because she walked away from him. Those core values aren't changing. Mm -hmm. He was just, it's almost even worse. He was engaged to someone else. He had slept with other people. He did everything you didn't want him to do. And then you were still willing to like, I understand she has, she cares about him, but I, I it kind of took away from me for her. I think it would have been even more powerful if that was the first time they had seen each other, mm -hmm. Peter. But then it might've been more about Peter and Madison, less about Madison and Barb, which, you know, Barb, it's Barb's show. Right. And Barb, I think if Barb and Par um, Peter Sr. ever don't work out, she could go on The Bachelor Sr. Show. Yes. Not that I'm wishing divorce on the Weber family by any means. Of course not. But God forbid. Peter finds herself single. definitely been through a lot. He was very well spoken also, by the way. He I was. think he, he did a little bit better job of toning it down and explaining where they were coming from and not just kind of like going for her character, which is kind of what Barb did. Mm hmm. And I think it's worth noting the body language of Peter and Madison normally at, after the final rose. The engaged couple, well, they're not engaged, but they're Their sitting couple. there all over each other. Either they're holding hands or someone's holding each other's leg. There was kind of like a little space between them. And it was very, it's definitely still very fresh and new what's going on between them. But I mean, as we saw, they're not doing press today. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely, I think they're going to be starting from scratch. If they both actually want to start from scratch and step away from the potential Instagram fame, the ads, the press, sure. They maybe, maybe, but even if that works out, then they still have Barb to tackle, but maybe they could cut some sort of core foundation. I would have a hard time believing that Madison isn't about to go full force on this new influencer career status. The world is her oyster. She's not the bachelorette this round. She'll probably be the bachelorette in a year or two from what we're seeing in this pattern. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Hannah Ann will be. Both of them have so much going for them that, yeah, like Peter's kind of yesterday's news. Like, is he worth it? Is having a mother-in-law that told everyone on national television that they don't like you worth it? And I, I, like I said before, I really don't think it is. Madison has so much going for her. Um, I really did think she looked great last night. Her dress looked really great on her. And I, I just don't, she's a great, wholesome girl. Mm -hmm. I think that there's someone else out there for her. But it's just crazy that we're thinking, like, normally it would be, oh, my gosh, like, Peter and Madison, like, here we go, starting. For, I just, I feel bad for them because I think that the, Odds are already against them. Yeah, nobody won. Mm -hmm. um, before we go, I just wanted to read a few tweets that stood out to me from Bachelor Nation. Colton Underwood tweeted, I just want to know if Pete still lives at home, which is a great question. Like, me where too. did Peter go last night? Like, did he get a hotel? Because we know he lives at home. So is he like, is he mad with his mom? Does he, is he used to this with his mom? Like, where is Peter now? Is he in that Airbnb with the photo booth? It, it goes back to I, why I don't think they did press today. We all would have been asking them that. Like, mm. where's your relationship stand and with And they don't mother? know, I guess. Yeah, it's, I'm sure things are tense within the Weber family. 
Um, Melissa Rycroft posted a clip of her after the final rose with Jason Mesnick because it was very similar language. And she wrote that she hasn't watched it, but she went back and watched it because of this and goes, made me sad for that little girl sitting on, sitting on that stage talking about herself from her clip. I almost don't even remember her. It feels like a lifetime ago, but it was me and it happened. And I absolutely moved on from it all to anyone out there going through this. It does get easier. I don't remember this girl or her pain even though I lived through it. Keep smiling and moving forward. We all end up where we're supposed to be. And Hannah Ann responded, my inspiration, you are forever a role model. So I think Hannah Ann might've gone back and watched that, Melissa Rykoff, because she used very similar language. I wish I wish more than anything, you would have let me walk away that day. You stole my first proposal, which these are all interesting points, but that is a weird line. Like you stole my engagement. Like you can just get engaged again. Which she <laughs> is will. Is that probably, big of a deal? Probably very soon. Probably. I mean, Melissa Rykoff, we know, the season there after the final rose aired. They actually didn't tape it live because back then this was so controversial. They opted not to tape it live to spare people's feelings. Now they have the parents in the audience giving live reactions. Like it's insane. They literally had a close set for this when Jason Mesnick changed his mind because they were worried about how everything everyone was going to feel. They were so concerned about their feelings. Now it's literally the bigger, the bigger the spectacle, the better. But we know Melissa got married that December. Months later, she reconnected with her boyfriend before the show. She got married. They have three kids. They've been married for 10 years. So maybe Hannah Ann, we know she has that boyfriend um, who she didn't say she was in love with, but she said she loved him on Instagram. Uh, maybe they're going to reconnect. Which means everything. Which means everything. And then this last one, Kelly was in the crowd. Not you, Kelly. Kelly with two E's from the season. Um, and she posted a picture from Women Tell All with, I'm from after the final rose, which Chris Harrison began the episode said it was very important she was there, which ended up just being a lie. Um... And she said, that's a wrap. What a great experience. And we'll always be grateful for the opportunity to join season 24. But what's more important is that Barb has, has responded to this Instagram. And Barb's sweet nums on Instagram responded. Sweet nums. We need to go to lunch and shopping for the day. Heart emoji. Oh, Barb is just on, on a rampage. Barb now ships Peter and Kelly, question mark. Like, does she just want him to be with anyone who isn't Madison Pruitt? But do we know why... Kelly was not at the women's hall and why she was at this show last night. What was that purpose? Kelly said that she wasn't invited to the women's hall. All. Chris Harrison said in some interview, or I think he told Ashley, I, who then told everyone else that he said that Kelly was an integral part of that story. So she didn't need to be there, which makes no sense because people from night one were there. And then she was in the crowd. I think they were really just playing on this whole, this ending is unspoiled anything is possible. Look, Kelly's here. Maybe she'll like come up and whatever. Like if Peter's single, maybe he'll shoot a shot with her. And they couldn't do that if we already knew she got closure because at the, um, after women tell all is for closure. So Kelly would have said to Peter, like, why'd you walk away? Okay. Like I'm over it. Like we've moved on. They wanted to keep that nugget open. Like, Oh, there's still Kelly. She was the mature one. Maybe he was wrong and sent her home too early. They met at a hotel before. Mm -hmm. And we did see that theory going wild on TikTok of, right. Um, because Peter's family does follow Kelly on Instagram. Right, which now we know Sweet Nums is Sweet Nums. best Peter's mom's Sweet Nums a fan handle. She loves Kelly. Well, is there anything else we didn't get to? Um, this just really made me excited for the paradise of it all. Me too. I think that I'm sure Hannah Ann will be there probably. It's 100%. It's perfect for someone like her. Um, but we do have all of these new faces, as we saw at the Women Tell All, very opinionated women. And I think that um, we were kind of at Paradise seeing some old faces over and over. I think we might see some freshness. We'll see. Um, I'd really like that because I think that, granted, there was a lot of confrontation that did get annoying at, at certain points. 
but I think they these girls are fit for a show like Paradise. I agree. And Paradise is going to be weird because it's going to be like older guys from Claire's season and these young girls from Peter's season with a mix of some other classics um, in there. I'm sure we'll see Blake again now that Stagecoach was canceled and he won't <laughs> be able to find a girlfriend. Um, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. There's so much still to come. Even though the show is off, we will still be here every week breaking down all everything in real time. I can't wait for next week to find out like what we know now about Peter's relationship with Madison, where Hannah Ann stands and everything. Be sure to listen on Spotify, leave a five-star review, and come back next week. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks. Follow us on Instagram. At Us Weekly. At Us Weekly. At Sarah Aaron. (laughs) 